to the next ADR chat. Today, I've got somebody with me who is really taking the year of sustainability to hand, and she's doing something that's sustainable in the world of fashion. So I'd like you to welcome with me, Nadia El Shimmery. Thank you. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so Nadia has a company in Abu Dhabi called Hello and Goodbye, and we're going to find out a little bit more about it. So Tell us a little bit more about Hello and Goodbye first, Nadia. Well, I'm going to start with the, how it started. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, being from Denmark, sustainability, secondhand vintage, red frost stores, all this is a part of growing up in Denmark. Like You cannot go out in the summer and not see a flea market or someone putting a rack outside and it's like, oh, okay, just transfer the money, take what you want. And I miss that. Like I was like, oh, why is that not here? And I was like, okay, well, then I do it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is how it started. And um, Hello and Goodbye is about giving clothes a second chance of happiness. Um, it's a little corny, I know, but I love it. I personally, I love it. I love it too. <laughs> um, but, you know, we all have that in our wardrobe that we are like, I like it. I don't love it but I don't want to just discharge it. So that's where hello and goodbye comes in. We will help that piece of item or clothing or whatever it is to find a new loving home. <laughs> okay. And so how do you do that? So people reach out to me through either Facebook or Instagram and they say, uh, I've done a massive uh, wardrobe clear out, help me here. And I say, oh, great. Congratulations on the first step and actually loving your wardrobe. Um, and then I send a message saying we do three things. Uh, we accept donations. And when people donate to us, we um, donate the proceed, uh, the profit to Red Crescent. Uh, or if they have a specific cause at heart, like the white helmets or for animals, we, we try to um, adhere to that. Uh, and then they can get store credit as well. So they get X amount of dirhams for what they are selling to us. And then they can buy new stuff from us to keep the economy circular. Uh, last option that we are not doing that much at the moment is cash. Um, we do that when we are out of certain sizes. We need to add inventory in that specific size because we want to move away from the cash and keep it at store credit um, so that people become more used to buying pre-loved. So it's like, oh, I need a dress for an event. Oh, yes, I have store credit. I will go and see if Hello and Goodbye has that item. I like it. <laughs> okay, so basically you're, you're trying to be a retail outlet, but without the the wastage. Yes. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's a very good way to put it. <laughs> You're a no-waste shop, basically, right? We are really trying to save all the clothes from the landfills because we have to change. <laughs> There's a lot, actually. And so, okay, so that's interesting. So why did you get, why fashion? You know, we're in, we're in this year is the year of sustainability yes. for the UAE. Um, and there's people doing lots and lots of different things from recycling to, well, we're talking plastics and bottles and things like that. So why, why fashion for you? Because we all use fashion. It's how we express ourselves. And personally for me, fashion is important. I love dressing up. <laughs> it's like I open my wardrobe and it's just happiness. Um, but it doesn't have to be the latest collection that's in Zara or Dolce Gabbana or wherever you shop. It can also be something that someone else had. Uh, this is a pre-loved t-shirt. 
beautiful. Thank you. It's a Caroline Herrera. I paid 200 dirhams for it. Wow. And I'm sure the person who bought it paid a lot more than that. Exactly. And that's what, what secondhand is about. I mean, finding those items that you'll truly love. And this is a color, personally, I would never wear it, especially not with the price tag that it originally comes with. But when it's pre-loved, you don't, you pay a fraction of the price and you can take some chances and risk and you can always donate it back or sell it back or give it to a friend and you won't feel like oh I wasted so much money on this item so it's a way to think fashion differently um and also because the fashion industry is a major sinner in <laughs> <laughs> in today's world uh so so I combine two passions of mine uh, I am also very much about zero waste living in, in general, not just fashion. So I was like, okay, how do we take these two things and make it into something brilliant? Hence, hello and goodbye. <laughs> and I love it. And I love the, the name, actually. Hello and goodbye. And it is a goodbye. From it, it, it is, yeah. yeah. And, and so, um, and I was looking, so you are based on, at the moment, you, you're based on Instagram and on Facebook, right? That's correct, yes. So I was having a look on your Instagram page and I noticed that there was, um, items like you just mentioned actually but I noticed there's items from um, Armani, Ralph Lauren um, and then H&M yeah so there's budget there's every everybody's budget is is on there right so so the luxury market is beyond full in the UAE and it was very important for me that hello and goodbye caters to what every woman has in her closet and I guarantee you we all have something from H&M and like, so it was, it was just important that everyone felt like they could actually shop at Hello and Goodbye and they can even come and get the higher end brands at very good prices as well. So it, I'm trying to make pre-loved as accessible for everyone um, and not just, like luxury closet. Most people can't afford that. Um, Hello and Goodbye, we can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so is that, are you only covering Abu Dhabi right now? Uh, no, we deliver to all Emirates. Um, we do have clients in Al Ain, Abu Dhabi, the city, uh, Dubai, and I've had my first customer in Sharjah recently. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so we're branching out, but we deliver to everywhere uh, clothes. I pick that up myself. As for now, it's Abu Dhabi and Dubai. Um, but if someone from Sharjah is listening and wants to <laughs> make an assessment, I'll happily come. <laughs> It's worth it. Yeah, oh yes, it definitely you have a day in Sharjah. I eat lunch in Dubai once a week. <laughs> well, this is it. You could yeah, I suppose with this kind of thing, all of this is is all kind of promoting what you do. And mm. if people don't know about it, it becomes very difficult. Because I know that when before before I'd met you, I'd emptied out my closet and I'd actually just given it to Red Crescent yeah. downstairs because yeah. I didn't have the time. Or frankly, the patience which I presume you have to do this because <laughs> I think all of us here have sold clothes or sold toys or whatever it is mm. you've got you've got too much of and you need to get rid of it and I think we have I've done it so many times but the patience you need to deal with other people is quite immense sometimes yes <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to go into that I found patience deep within I did not know I had let's just put it that way <laughs> so if you're giving clothes be kind, be kind. <laughs> thank you um so so I'm interested in like you kind of talked about 
how this came about mm. and your background sort of in Denmark, which we'll get back in, back into because yeah. I I loved Denmark. Like I went last year. Oh, okay. so we can get into that later. <laughs> but um, I just for me, like you started this as a because because of your background, but also you noticed that it wasn't really happening here as much, and you wanted to <clears throat> kind of make that more of a thing. But what you know, I've had lots of people on this. Um, podcast we've talked about ideas and business um, propositions that you want to do but what was your research behind it what did you what did you find <laughs> in terms of like um wastage in terms of women's clothing or men's clothing um I've been walking like I've been circling around this doing a pre-love clothing store for years uh I've been in the UAE for six years and I arrived and I was like this is missing we must do it um but things take time. And five years ago, it was not the right time. Mm -hmm. COVID came and changed a lot of things, some some things for the better, uh, if you ask me. I, I think people became more aware of our footprint in general on the planet. Um, and we, we genuinely want to do better, but we also want it to be easy, mm. which is hello and goodbye, you you send us a text, we will come and that is all you have to do. Um, so for me, it was very important that it was very easy uh, and everyone could do it. And the research was more as in, there's so much waste, there's so much fashion waste. I mean, we are, there's enough clothes on earth right now for the next six generations. We do not need to produce any more clothes. And then I, I read a study saying that women wear their items seven times uh, overall in general or uh, worldwide before discharging it. I was like, no, that, that can't be true. This, this is insane. This has to change. We don't use a plate seven times and throw it out. Mm. We keep it for years and years. We take good care of it. So for me, hello and goodbye is a lot more than just selling clothes. It's also about slowly educating and changing people's perspective of pre-loved clothes, then there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's not old, it's not dirty, it's not like, it's good, it's clean, and it's in perfect condition. Otherwise we would not sell it. And, and actually that's interesting because oh, there's two things here that I wanted to pick, sort of talk to you about in, in terms of that. Back in the UK, there was a bit of a stigma in the you know, in the 80s or 90s or whatever, mm. oh, you, you know, you went to the charity shop and bought your clothes or whatever. But yeah. There was a stigma to it. I think that's changed rapidly over the last maybe five, 10 years. Yeah, sure. definitely, yeah. Um, but you're right. There is that There is that vision of, well, it's pre-love, so I don't want it. Exactly. <laughs> so in Europe, that has changed. I, I think people are genuinely judging you a little bit if you do not buy pre-loved. It's like, oh, you went to a shop, you paid this from new? Ah, that's not good. So that's how it's changed in Europe. On every, with everything, we are a little bit behind mm -hmm. here. I, I remember I lived here back in 2003. We were still getting cassettes. <laughs> I mean, that... <laughs> <laughs> that was not a thing in the rest of the world. Yeah. So things are like a little slower here on, in some terms. And pre-loved is definitely 
much slower. Mm. Um, and my clients are Westerners mm -hmm. that are used to this. It is rarely Arabs and locals because mm -hmm. it's not a part of the culture. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've spoken with a lot because that's actually where I put a lot of my research. Just like, how do I reach the locals and how do I reach the other Arabs? It is difficult um, because they grow up with it being okay to circle uh, clothes within the family because they know the family, they know how they treat the clothes, they know it's clean, they know they're washing it well. And I'm like, but that's why the washing machine was invented. But, you know, it's just, it's grounded so deeply in them. So it's very difficult. Uh, there's no issue buying shoes and bags because you don't put it on your body yes. per se. Um, but I had, like, I've had hello and goodbye for just above a, uh, more than a year. And I've slowly seen more of the Arabs becoming my clients because I, I think it's it's starting to grow slowly also with COP28 and the year of sustainability and we keep hearing about it like you cannot open the news today and not seeing something you have to do this it's less CO2 emission and so and so and so so we're bombarded with make better choices um so I think it's coming hopefully <laughs> no, no but I think with 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 the the year of sustainability in the UAE I think that's really changed perceptions. You know, we have to pay for plastic bags now. Yeah. We have to, all of those things which were just happening. Mm. And I know that it's such a crucial element for, not just for this year, this is going to continue now, but I think I think it's brilliant that the UAE have actually put a focus on it. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of this year, because things were happening previously, mm. but I think having a focus on it will really push people to not I'm not saying people will change their way ways immediately as you said but it's I think slowly it, yeah, yeah but and I think it would it will make people's ideals change a little yeah bit. yeah um, so so that's one side of it so I think the stigma part of it is you know oh, that was a that was a quite that was a thing like I said when I was in the UK in oh the yeah 90s. yeah um in the playground, you know, somebody would say to somebody, oh, you got your clothes from the charity shop. It, it it was in Denmark as well, way until the 90s, early zeros. It was, you got your clothes from, from, from Red Cross. Yes. yes. Or you went to Kafur and, and got your clothes. <laughs> now, no one, no one would ever say, oh, good on you. I saved this much money. Amazing. You can use it in something more fun. Well, uh, <laughs> this is it. And I think actually you're right. So with, with, with COVID, because... This was the other thing that I noticed. Over COVID, we spent a lot of time at home. Yeah. So we emptied cupboards. We, you know, we gave things away. And what we noticed was usually if we gave things away, people would snap it up immediately. Yeah. But the whole COVID situation meant that people didn't want to touch other people's stuff. <laughs> Which, yeah. Know. We were told not to. Well, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so... um. I found that I just had this huge pile of things until mm. there was a time that I could get rid of it. So I get that you didn't start your business until after COVID. And I think now people are much more open to handling other things yeah, um, or other people's stuff. They're much more open to it. COVID is like, we don't even think about it anymore. <laughs> Still around, unfortunately. Oh, yes. um, yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Um, so... So I read something on your Instagram, I think it was on your Instagram, that you've already saved more than 1,500 items of clothing going to landfill. 
Yes, and those are very old numbers. Okay, so what's the number now? Uh, well, right now our stock is just shy of 5,000 items. So that is 5,000 items that probably otherwise would have ended up in the landfill. So we are doing pretty well. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, but um, we also have a lot coming in all the time. So we need people to buy it just a little bit more. <laughs> yes, yes. I can imagine that people are quite willing to give you yeah. their items. Yeah, no, I can yeah. totally yeah. Um, imagine that. So... So I suppose some people would ask, okay, so you're coming to take my clothes. What happens after? It's a long process from before we are ready to sell it. So we pick it up. Uh, we do a quick assessment while we at the, say the person wants store credit. So we do a quick assessment. That's like holding the clothes up in lighting, see are there any spots, are there any tears? If it seems fixable or removable, we take the item. We want to save as many items as possible. Uh, even the items that are not sellable we offer to take them off people's hands because you've already called us we might as well just take everything from you then we go home uh anything that needs mending goes to a tailor anything that needs washing goes in the washer anything that needs but like beyond my abilities goes to the dry cleaner from there on steaming time i steam so much <laughs> um your that, skin looks amazing yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the the, the other good side of the business <laughs> three facials <laughs> um so steaming the clothes photographing the clothes yeah. editing the pictures pricing the pictures posting them on the line uh, making a reel with them so people can see okay this is how you could style it these kind of things waiting for the the right person for the right item because it's not we are also trying to say don't just buy everything mm. we're really working hard on finding that one person that we know will love this item i have a lot of people saying oh if you get a golden blazer in please let me know so i have this long list of people looking for very specific things um so i try to source these things out as well um and and then then the item is ready to be sold and once it's on um, instagram or and facebook and hopefully by the end of the summer a website um excellent yes then the item is sold so it's a long process uh and i've had items stored away for a year and then all of a sudden we find the right person and they're like i'll take that one so items can be in our inventory for a day basically or a whole year um yeah, so inventory growth. <laughs> yeah, and I, that's. I mean, I didn't realize that you mended things and and washed them. And I mean, I suppose you have to, right? Because yeah. you're selling it to somebody else. Yeah. So, well, as I said, we're trying to really remove that stigma and the taboo that oh, pre-loved, secondhand. It's not a hundred percent clean. Not everything is washed. It's important for me to say not everything is washed. If it's visibly has something on mm -hmm. it, or it just looks like it needs a wash, mm -hmm. then it's washed. Mm -hmm um but yeah it needs to be in perfect condition if I don't wear it want to wear it no one else would want to wear it yeah, um yeah. yeah so and like sometimes you also get in things that are it's just too old it's been loved too for too long um more than seven times more than way more than seven times yes <laughs> then these items are then donated uh yeah. to Kisswear. I don't know if you know yes. that yeah <laughs> so we contact them and I know that they use like all the uh, clothing mm. fibers so nothing absolutely nothing goes to waste fantastic yeah so, so really then you have stopped all of them going to landfill 
Yes, because I have. I believe it, I have. Yes. <laughs> That's a thing. So, um, okay. So you've taken my clothes. You've washed, clean, mended them, <laughs> um, and then you've sold it to somebody. Yes. What happens with that money? So if it, if it's donated. So if I donate the clothes yeah, to you, if you yeah. say I would like to donate these things, the entire profit goes to Red Crescent or another uh, entity that you'd like it to go to. Yeah. Um, if you ask for store credit, obviously there's not really any money involved. Um, if you buy, if you're not a person that has store credit with me already, you would have to pay. Durham's actual money mm -hmm. uh that uh all goes into reinvesting into the company I have had the business since 15th of February, uh, March last year I took 35 Durham's out <laughs> I bought my husband ice cream <laughs> best thing to spend that yes it was it was worth it the best salary I've ever received <laughs> yeah so there there is um it's no secret that there's not a lot of money in pre-loved clothes. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the the little bit of money there is goes back into the company yeah. so that yeah. we yeah. can grow one day, have a physical store, yeah. these kind of things. Um, but yeah. that's fair enough. I mean, you know, it's not sustainable. It's not, su it's meant to be sustainable, but it's it, not sustainable if it's not helping the person who's trying to make it sustainable. Exactly. Yeah. I always say it. I, it's not a, it's not a business for profit. I, don't think it will ever be it's a passion project I am it's just a project for me that I'm so passionate about and I want to do a little change if I can save 5,000 items a year I've done good I mean hello and goodbye is succeeding yeah yeah, yeah. and so that so what so what you know this is you like you said it's a passion project but what did you do before? Did you, were you in the workplace? Were um, you... No, I have a teaching background. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where I did teach a lot about sustainability. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, where, where were you teaching? Uh, back to home in Denmark. I, I haven't taught here. Uh, no, I was a very privileged housewife for a long time. Hello, yeah. board. <laughs> um, so that's also why Hello and Get Goodbye came to exist. I was like, I should do something. Maybe a pre-love clothing store. And then I would shelf it. I was like, I'll think about it again in a year. Um, and then after COVID, I was suddenly, it, no, it, honestly, it happened by coincidence. Yeah. I saw that a girl posting on a Facebook group saying, I'm so frustrated. What do I do with my old clothes? And by that time, I, I had the name um, and I had an Instagram account for Hello and Goodbye. There was absolutely nothing on it. And I'd had the Instagram account for six months at that time. I was like, one day, one day it will happen. Um, and I, I was just remembering, I was I was in bed in the morning and I was on my phone and I did something very hasty. <laughs> I replied to her, I was like, oh, don't look no further. Hello and goodbye is opening very, very soon. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I don't have to do anything about that. It, it, eventually I, I'll circle back to it. And by the end of the day, I had the first hundred followers and my Facebook inbox was exploding. People were just, I want to help out. I want to donate clothes. Tell me, what do you need? And I was like, oh, this is a commitment. I have to do this. And then when my husband came home, I was like, honey, I did something today. And, and, and he just goes, God, what did you do? Like, I think... I started a business I'm not a hundred percent sure what happened and uh, that is how hello and goodbye actually started it was um coincidence I guess 
So thank you to that girl on Facebook. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, that's sometimes how the biggest businesses start. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a need for it. Yeah, and yeah. there clearly was. So, so tell me, okay, so tell me a little bit about, so you've been here six years. Yes. In Abu Dhabi the whole time? No, a year and a half in Dubai. Okay. So, and you said you taught before in Denmark. What did you teach? Uh, Danish language. Okay. Biology, uh, social studies are my majors, uh, but I've taught absolutely everything. Yeah. I, I worked with the Red Cross schools. So and what ages was that? Anything from six to 18 as well. Uh, yeah, uh, that was a challenge. It was absolutely amazing. My best years of teaching. Tough. Uh, refugees comes with a lot of sad stories quite yeah. often and you cannot react when they say this happened mm. it's like oh mm-hmm. and I just want to tuck them all into my heart and protect them forever but I can't do that I did though <laughs> um, yeah so when I was in Red Crescent or Red Cross um, you get a class you guess uh, my students were from 11 till 15 and I'm the only teacher in there. And I have to teach them absolutely everything. Not just school subjects. It's about life in Denmark. How do you go to the grocery store? What do you say if you have to go to the doctor? And some of these kids have never set foot in an institution. Some of them came just from school. So it was challenging in the way that I had to include everyone in, in my class. and. Some of them didn't even know what how to hold a pencil, basically. Uh, but where were they from? A lot of them were Syrians. Okay. Um, some were Kurds, Afghanistan, Pakistan, um, Kurdistan, Iraqis, uh, a few from Sudan as well, Somalia and Sudan. Um, wherever there's a war. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ukraine. We got a lot of Ukrainians yeah. all of a sudden. Uh, a few Russians as well um so yeah all over the, and that also makes a challenge because there's no common language uh yeah so th that's my background oh my god I, I, you are the, you're probably one of the best teachers because you just told me that story and I'm just like this <laughs> and you are so like bubbly if that makes sense because you're like you just said you can't react to their story you just sit nod and say oh oh I'm I'm sorry but deep inside I was bawling my eyes out I was like how are you still standing child how have you gone through this and you're still happy you were sitting here drawing and just talking like oh yeah this happened to me I was like I need to go oh my god <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah um but kids are absolutely amazing they have this ability to just say they were talking about the the very obvious trauma they'd gone through like it was something they watched in the cartoons like they could distance themselves in this magical kind of way and I'm baffled about the strength that these kids and their parents obviously had because I, I wonder if it's because they they it's reality it was just reality it was you know it was just an everyday thing for them so you suddenly it's like somebody talking about being stuck in stuck in traffic yeah oh I was stuck in traffic today because it happens every day you know I, you, I'm no, not saying I don't the same think they thing. had a choice well this is it yeah. this is it it's part because it, so part of their lives and then suddenly they've moved somewhere where I can only say it's bright and flowery and 
we've got a wonderful teacher, you know, a smiley teacher, and suddenly you're safe. Yeah, I, I, but I also think, or I like psychologically, it's the way of coping. They distance themselves. It's not. It didn't happen to them. It happened around them, and when they were talking about it, they were talking as if they were just observing, even though it was one of the parents that didn't make it or one of the mm. siblings that uh, I don't want to turn this dark but these kind of things you, you know um and they just told it as if they saw it on like it, it wasn't them they weren't really there and now they're happy because they can play football like okay let's go out and play football then <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 you're right I think it is a coping mechanism it, definitely um wow Wow. But brilliant kids. Absolutely amazing kids. Oh, what, uh, what yeah. Rewarding um, teaching job. Yes. Oh, my I God. Think yes. Teaching jobs are rewarding, but this is. This is a different kind of rewarding because we are not focusing on. on Great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not at all. It's not important. It's the humanity in these classes that are important and how to help them move on in life. So, yeah, that was tough. But I loved it. If someone said, do you want to do it again? I would do it in a heartbeat. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Right, let's, go, let's get back to what, oh, we yes. Yes. what we came to discuss. So hello and goodbye. If somebody wants to um, give you the clothes and then you donate to Red Crescent, yeah. they can also choose somewhere else to donate to as well. Yes. And I read also you donated something to a mangrove uh, no that is something we hope to start after the summer start? yes okay. um because while we try to do things outside of the country we also need to remember hey this is what we call home and we love it Why? Well, that's why we're here um so i thought okay abu dhabi is all about plant planting mangroves i want hello and goodbye to be a part of that so hopefully by after the summer we're going to launch that the details are not ready yet, but some percentage you buy for X amount of dirhams, still very much uh, uh, new. Um, but then you can actually be a part of plant owning or be the name of a mangrove or something like that. It's very new still, um, but it's going to happen hopefully. So you can get a geo, a geo tag on it and you say, oh, okay, this I, I'm partially owning this tree. I have made it happen and you can watch it grow and all these kind of things Fantastic. Um, yeah, we, we try to do a lot of little things so we can make small changes everywhere but i love the fact that you're doing things in to do with sustainability everything we do is sustainable we like every decision that's made is like okay first when i started hello and goodbye our our clothes come with these tags on because that makes it feel new for you. There's still that psychological that you cut something off. Um, the first tags I got had this half centimeter plastic clothes thingy on. You know them from the shops. It takes six seconds more. The, the new, um, it's just a, a twine that I have to tie, but it takes six seconds more. And I was like, okay, do I want to save six seconds per item, which is a lot of items, <laughs> or do I want to be able to say that we are 100% plastic free? Everything takes six seconds longer, <laughs> but that means we do not have any plastic in our packaging. So it's all these little things. Our The bags that our clothes are delivered in are reused. We ask our clients to gather them, 
clean brown and white bags with no logos or anything on them. And when they have 10, they get 10% off their next purchase. So even the bags are reused. Um, wow, that's yeah. that's super cool. I didn't know that. Oh, we 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 so many brown bags. Oh, okay. bring them. <laughs> okay, right. Yes, no, that's great because actually a lot of the um, supermarkets are, are giving brown bags yeah. now. So if you've got them, I always wonder what am I going to? I can take things in them, but they start to go a bit. You know, if they get wet or something, yeah, they, they, they they're not reusable at all. Um, but when we get our get a delivery if it comes in a paper bag that's great I you know I'll definitely keep them that's great thank yeah, you that's, that's a really good idea um, yeah so it's also all sustained everything you do is sustained. so that's fantastic so the tags the bags the clothes not so much your time but that's okay <laughs> you six, what's six, six seconds times five thousand a lot yes. a lot of seconds <laughs> Um, so what do you see? So you mentioned that you'll have a, you're hoping to have a website soon. Yes. Potentially. Maybe. Oh, definitely. Week. No, okay. by the end of the summer. I, I have my first meeting next week about it. Okay. Because I don't know how to do it. And sometimes I need help. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. So uh, I have my first meeting about a website. It's going to feature online shopping as well. Mm -hmm. Because I do acknowledge that not everyone is on Instagram or it. It can be difficult to navigate and our catalog is getting huge mm. and there's no way to filter. Like I, I do the highlights. So it's like small one piece, medium bottoms and such. It's still a lot to go through. Mm. So I want to make the shopping experience easier. Yeah. So yeah. website happening soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. So for the, for the moment, if anybody wants to get in contact with you, it's hello and goodbye, but the bye is B-U-Y. A little pun. <laughs> and so it's hello and goodbye on Instagram. Yes. Hello and goodbye on Facebook. Facebook. Okay. Uh, and is WhatsApp. There and WhatsApp. Yes. Okay. Well, we can put the WhatsApp number yeah. at the bottom of this video um, if that helps anybody. Oh, yes. Yeah. And do you, you also have something else as well, don't you? What, what, what else? How else can people find you? We do pop-ups around the city of Abu Dhabi. Okay. Yeah. We had our first one in Alkalim and Mamsha. And we are aiming to have one some month throughout the entire year. We are looking into different locations. So if anyone is a cafe owner where it's like good parking, bathrooms and bright light, contact me because we want to do collaborations and have a pop-up every now and then. We're going to have locations on Reem Island, Abu Dhabi Island, Sadiad, and yeah. So because some, some people might not want to drive for it. So we want to cater so everyone and come and shop for you love. Fantastic. So once a month that'll be? Once a month, yes. And could people bring their clothes there or would you like things beforehand? Uh no, that is that is <laughs> that is going to maybe uh down the line, but for the beginning, because I bring a lot of clothes and I need to bring everything home as well. Yes. Um so for assessments, that's uh contact me and I I'll come. As quick as I can. Oh, <laughs> smiley face your door. Um, okay, brilliant. Well, hello and goodbye on your socials. Look out for their pop-ups as well. And if you follow them on Instagram, you will be able to find out where the pop-ups are, right? Yes, absolutely. All right. And the website's coming soon too. And so, Nadia, thank you so, so much. Thank you. It's such an awesome, awesome concept. And um, I'm hoping, like I said, with the year of sustainability and COP and everything else that's happening um that you know you grow and it becomes an even bigger thing thank for you, you so much no thank you. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you on the next ABR chat
Bye. Bye.